the meta and welcome to Pokey Rogue TCG, your place for rogue decks, news, and acting like a dick. My name is Nick, and with me is my co-host Austin. Let's get into our 23rd episode. Man, so this is a special episode, Austin. You know why it's special? Why is it special, man? It's special because we have another Memphian on today's episode, a special guest, a real person that we've that we've actually played against in real life. Yeah. yeah. And this this guy's like a celebrity, man. He he took 53rd in the Knoxville Regional. Oh, really? Yeah, man. I'm serious. This is Sebastian, aka the Sea Bass. He is a yeah. hell of a player, man. He's been a teammate of mine on the team challenge two times now, I believe. And let me just say, it feels a lot better to have him on your team than have to play against him. Because Sebastian is not a guy who's going to make mistakes. You're going to have to earn the win if you play against Sebastian. He's a helpful player, man. And I've always I've always said in the past, I think he's the best player in Memphis. Only because I left the area. <laughs> Someone's got to someone's got to take the prize payout from those kids, you know. Yeah, someone's <laughs> got to keep the hustle up. But uh, he's already here. Hey, Sebastian, how's it going, man? It's going pretty good. What's up, Nick? Austin, how's it going, fellas? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. How's your How's your week been coming back from the regional? Oh, it's you, not been bad. Did you guys We're drive? To... Did you drive there. Yeah, I'm from East Tennessee, actually. I don't know if you knew that. Um, like Knoxville, I lived there for 10 years. I'm oh, originally damn. from Morristown. It's about yeah. 45 minutes from there. So we go, Knoxville's no problem. You know, we go stay with family and then uh, play cards there. So, it, you know, it's an easy trip for us. We go there like three times a year anyway. Oh, awesome, man. I mean, yeah. that, that is perfect then for sure. So you had your kids playing at it too, right? How'd they do? Well, just Marcy, Sebastian. Okay. Um, I did not pay for his entry because he did not agree to practice. So oh, if you want me to pay 70 bucks, <laughs> you're going to have to agree to that is, uh, practice. That yeah. is fair enough for sure. Well, awesome, man. Well, we're going to get into a bunch of questions for you on our Rogue Rat Roundup. You ready for it, man? Yeah, I can answer some questions. Sounds good. Okay, so it's time for some Rogue Rat Roundup where we bring on someone from the Discord and uh, get to know them and, you know, ask some questions. And we want to know some questions about Sebastian because Sebastian took 53rd, which is pretty awesome, in a tournament that had, it was over 1,000 people there, right? Yeah, it was nearly 1,200. I think yeah, it was think, right under 1,200. I think it was like one of the biggest ones, or if not the biggest. So we'll start with some general questions, though. So what got you into playing Pokemon TCG? You know, I grew up, you know, I'm 34, so I was like nine years old when Pokemon came to America. So I remember being in like the fourth grade and being on the playground and people having like, you know, Gen 1 Pokemon cards. And so I remember getting like a Charmander as like my first card out <laughs> on the playground. And yeah. so I've been in it. I've been in it since then. Uh, I loved it when I was a kid. And then, you know, kind of middle school and high school got too cool for Pokemon cards. Mm-hmm. And uh got to college and was not too cool for Pokemon cards. So <laughs> then I was back into it. 
me and the <laughs> friends, we pulled out some old cards. Yeah. We bought some theme decks. We started playing. That was like the end of Diamond and Pearl era. So we started playing back then. We started going to League and Sevierville. This was all back in East Tennessee. Um, and so I played, would go to states and city championships and uh, regional championships, but they were much smaller back then. Like a regional yeah. in 2010 was like, 250 people you know yeah. it was much 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 smaller did they still we, have we, the same kind of payouts that they have now at that time no, or no 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 there was not big money in the game you know you could win some cards and there might be i don't know if it was like 500 dollars or something for winning a regional it mm. wasn't okay well wow. it's not there, what it is now there were but, scholarships too back then yeah for the yeah. so there were scholarships yeah it was yeah. not yeah that was that's right that's right it was scholarships Damn. so i did that um, and then my kids were born, you know, I, my daughter was born in 2012 and I don't know, I know, uh, Austin's got kids, so he knows, you know, it's kind of hard to balance having a hobby, like playing cards and having little ones in the house. So, uh, my balance was just not doing it. So yeah. I got out of it for a while, but when COVID came back, um, you know, I pulled out my old cards cause we're all sitting around the house and everything. And we start playing and, uh, that's when we, you know, first showed up to the Memphis Magic Arena. And I think, you know, I think you might have. Yeah. Uh, Nick I, may have been. I, I remember you, you guys showing up, first, I think. You may have been our first game, like when me yeah. and my son showed up, because I think I had to like ask, be like, I don't even know what the supporter rules are now. You know, it's yeah. been so long since I've played. So I think that's, you know, that's where we got back into it in the middle of 2020. And. You know, I've been back at it ever since. It's something good for me and the kids to share a hobby. It's, you know, yeah. kind of nice. I think I've only played you twice in person. And both times you just completely clapped me. And it was just... <laughs> well, I was probably playing a meta deck and you were probably playing uh, not a meta deck. So, yeah, the first know. time back during the COVID era was a really bad call. It was just a bad. I think I was playing Galarian Duramitan in a, in a meta that was laced with <laughs> Zashian. so that was kind of right bad. right 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 <laughs> i will say this though like you play meta decks but i often see you pick the lesser used meta decks sometimes like i remember if you're wild just like rocking blissey all yep. the time locals and playing the malamar and you know yep. you you definitely don't go you don't go with just the hottest flavor all the time you usually kind of find like the the lesser meta deck i think that's exactly right i'm kind of a bdif hater so like Whatever the thing is, like when Mew is hot, I'm hating. <laughs> yeah. When Lugia is hot, I'm hating. So yeah, no, I, I am kind of like a tier two player, BDIF hater. That's probably right. It definitely makes You're, it a little more challenging. <laughs> it makes it a little more challenging too, because you know, like the people playing the rogue decks, we're planning just to try to fuck up the the BDIF deck, you know. But then that guy right. playing the tier two, he's in the sweet spot. You know, no one's yeah. no one's teching for the tier two deck. They're planning for the tier one deck. So you're in a nice spot when you try to play something that just counters the main bulk of the meta. Tier two is able to have an advantage in those matchups. No, that sounds about right. Yeah. Well, so cool, man. So what? Did, <laughs> so what is your favorite deck to play currently that you actually enjoy playing? Um, I like to play Lost Box. Uh, you know, I was playing it for team challenge when me and you were playing together and had a lot of success with it. Um, I do enjoy playing it, but it is a challenge to play. So I decided mm -hmm. not to play that for an obstacle, but I do <laughs> like playing 
like all the different Lost Box variants, the Kyogre and Dragonite that like mm. Azul won uh, OCIC with. That's nice. Um, actually, I don't think he had the Kyogre in that one, but you know he's played mm-hmm. played that build. Yeah, and then you know variants. I was playing the the amazing Ray and the amazing Raikou for our team challenge. That was good. You know, getting to play those amazing rares was you know just yeah. really nice because. For, you know, a couple of years there, they were out, but unplayable uh-huh. until the Lost Box engine came out. <laughs> it was funny. There was an episode we did way back, man, like when they first came out. And on that first episode, Austin says, these cards are going to be garbage until the very end, right before rotation in like two years. Like Austin called, Austin called it like two he years back. It. He's like, these are going to be good, but only for like a few months and then they're going to rotate. And then fuck, there it is. There's fucking Evo Tall <laughs> coming out. These cards are like we tried to make them work with like stupid rogue decks when they came out. Like we tried weird things and just to say now that they're, they're <laughs> deck, nothing good. They're good now then. They're real good now. Yeah. I I remember when they first came out, I had like some kind of suspicion that they would drop like some kind of special energy that would cover some of those mm. multiple types for them, like amazing energy or something. Yeah. But yeah, nothing like that came out, but they did, you know, the uh, the Mirage Gate gets it done. Yeah. So what makes you enjoy the style of that deck? Just the options. It, you mm-hmm. know, you can go a million different directions with the build. And then even once you've got your build, you've got a million different directions and routes that you can take in a game. So it's mm-hmm. a lot of fun. You know, you're not um, just playing, you know, one win you know, I guess it's, you know, the same wind condition, but yeah. it's not one route to that uh, wind condition. You can get mm-hmm. there a million different ways with a, different attackers, with Sableye, with... Yeah, it's not a linear everything. deck like, like no. say, Lugia. Like even, even Lugia gets pretty linear, even with other attackers and stuff, even with the amazing rares and stuff thrown in there, I feel like Lugia gets pretty... Same, Lost Bucks wins are same. just kind of satisfying in a yeah. way that, you know, other wins aren't. I almost feel like that's true for most single prize decks in general though like if yeah. you win with a single prize deck there's something that just feels good because everyone always plays all these cards that aren't single prizers so there's, there's always something good about it I okay agree with that. uh okay our next question so what brought you to the pokey rogue discord and how has it been living up to your expectations so far well you got me in there <laughs> um before you left you you know mentioned the uh the rogue tournament yeah where i think i think it the first one i did was uh you had to do monotype yeah yeah it was like monotype deck oh, showdown yeah. or something like that yeah and, yeah um, forgot about that one you know i you know i joined the discord in order to do that tournament and i was like man this is really cool i would like to do these kind of you know off the wall formats more often you know i talk with other people i know in the in the um, community or whatever. And it's like, Hey, you want to do something goofy? And they're like, no, I'm going to play. I'm going to play. Yeah. Standard. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, you know, <laughs> hey, I don't play standard today. I want to do something goofy. And so having a place to come and do something goofy is uh, pretty yeah. nice. Get a nice. This has been the place for that. Yeah. <laughs> a nice break from what's, what's normal of those, uh, of those different rogue formats, which has been your favorite so far that you enjoyed doing. I feel like you went pretty oh, hard in preparing for like the the Evolution one. Yeah, it's hard. I think, all I, of them. <laughs> you always I go hard, really. but I think the Evolution. I re, like there was a lot of moments of you practicing. I remember you asking for people for matches. Like you were you were involved. 
I practiced a lot of level ball too. Did you? Um, both of those two, I did a lot of practice rounds. Yeah. 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 No, I, I knew what I was getting into for both of those. No, I don't know. Honestly, that first one may have been the most fun I had um, mm-hmm. putting together that I did an amazing, it was amazing rare Kai Ogre uh, mm-hmm. was the backbone of that one. And, yeah. um, you know, that one was, you know, nothing beats a board white. That's just, you can't, <laughs> You can't, nothing, it doesn't get no better feeling than board wide, especially in those slower formats where you can go down just a little bit and then just, mm-hmm. you know, you're like, because I think you even went, would go down a couple prizes, but it didn't matter. Like, you were right. just like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I, I remember that one. Swinging, yeah. <laughs> Amazing surge twice and you win. It's that that's all you have to do. Yeah, <laughs> that was and great, man. You've, you've helped us come up with a couple of other formats, um, as well. and some that didn't necessarily work out, but we have some other ideas and they don't, they're not coming to mind right away, but you know, like we, you're always coming up with fun ideas. Yeah. Ideas I've had some goofy of... ones where I think one that we didn't do that I'm still interested in was, was that, that the deck uh, out one. That no, was Austin's <laughs> idea. <That laughs> oh, okay. I, I wanted to do one where every, it was uh, expanded, but every card had to have the word coin on it. Oh like yeah. It, oh yeah. That, that one was going to be, you know, every trainer, every Pokemon, uh, if you wanted to play the card, it had that somewhere on it, say the word coin. So <laughs> that's pretty fun. Pretty that, that is truly that cool. Been, it, that would have been a goofy format. And it's nice yeah. with building decks like that. Cause you can just search keywords like coin, yeah. you know, and just find right. all the cards right away. So it's not like you have to know all the cards that exist, mm-hmm. you know, just type in coin and see what's there. Right. And you can do that in, in the, uh, client or you could go on limitless and yeah. do the advanced search coin and see all the ones that you know you don't have yeah it, it wouldn't be too hard but it would have been a definitely a goofy format i'm still interested in getting that done sometime so speaking of sure. rogue formats man any guardy party rogue deck spoilers that you can leak for the people listening you got to keep it all covered so up. so but even I if it's not working... your specific spoiler just general thoughts on what you think someone could construct how they could construct so i worked very well i don't know i didn't i don't know if i worked very hard but i thought about doing a stall deck with it because mm-hmm. there's a maximum amount of damage that these decks are going to be able to do yeah and i was trying to figure out a way to go infinite and be able to go between guardy v maxes and not even run any energy. Like I wasn't going mm. to attack. I was just going to soak hits and Cheryl. Oh yeah. But yeah. I I could not come up with a way to reliably go infinite on it mm-hmm. um, with just Guardiavores. Like I need some other Pokemon to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe someone else can hear this and come up with the <laughs> idea on how to do a non-attacking stall deck. But you know, the only Guardiavore that can could get through it is the um shining arcana shining yeah arcana the shining could, arcana because yeah. it's uh, uncapped yeah so yeah. you'd need a way to take energy off of that one and mm-hmm. hope that they couldn't get energy back but uh and a it would lot be of a energy huge, off right like well i mean I consistently know. you know how many psychic energies do you think most people are going to run probably not more than 10 i um, am <laughs> in my shining arcana <laughs> okay. build yeah Okay, okay. <laughs> There's my spoiler. I don't know. My my first more than, draft more than ten. More, more than, than ten. I will say this. My first my first draft was with a have pretty heavy shining arcana. It's a little mix of everything. 
But yeah, I run more than 10 and then ways to get them back in the deck too and recycler. Okay. And so well, you would have been able to get through it. Yeah. Anyway. So, so I anyway, don't think I'll be the I'm only one. The though. I don't think I'm, <laughs> I'm the only one that would <laughs> like, cause even Austin, like on when Austin and I were playing and I was using mine, Austin's still playing a lot of energy, right? Austin. Uh, eight. You had eight. Yeah. Yeah. And then you had a uh, training court and stuff to, to recycle some yeah, back in that back, draft. Yeah. I don't know if you're still like leaning towards that one or not, but. No, I'm going toward the guard of Emax though. That's kind of where I'm at. I'm on that end of the spectrum right now is where I'm yeah. kind of feeling it. We kind of messed around the other day with trying it as just single prize. We've done a mix of the two. We've kind of been like 60, 40, 50, 50. I feel like I'm like, I'm like 40, 60 VMAX single prizes right now. I'm kind of like, mm-hmm. I have like a two, two with a V VMAX and then the rest is going the single prize route. Just I think it's going to have to be both. I don't yeah. think you can go just single prize or or just these. You're going to have to run both. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. some way. I mean, it's definitely surprised me how dense this format is with saying you can only play four Pokemon. You know, there's several copies, but it's been fun. The Ralts has proven the one um, we've done some testing, but basically the Ralts that denies the memory skip or whatever. Yeah. Because it shuts off the VMAX. It shuts mm-hmm. off yeah. all the Gardevoirs except for Gardevoir V. It's pretty. It's it's ridiculous. So yeah. that one's definitely proved to be required to have like at least like some kind of switch switching option. Yeah. Uh, because mm-hmm. that just shuts everything down. Um, yeah. But now that we're still like on the topics of our special events that we do, you know, you did really well in Knoxville. And we're going to talk more about that later. But you're kind of the reigning champ of most of these special rogue rat events. And you, I just got asked, you know, your record off the top of the head, off the top of your head. So the only ones I've lost was the, uh, first one that I've done, mm-hmm. um, the monotype showdown and then the, uh, level, level ball two. I've lost, yeah. I lost the gold level ball to some, some dude, some random yeah, dude. Took the, the ball off me. Now. Yeah. So, yeah, but so you've hurts. like only lost like three games, right? So it's like something like sixteen and three. Is yeah, it's something. Yeah, 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 it's something like that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. crazy. Yeah. So, because we were giving you a hard time because we were like, dude, you more than doubled your losses in a single event. Yeah. <laughs> yep. So. Yep. 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 I'll say it was it was kind of bittersweet. I guess that's why that I like one. yeah, that's why I like this like this <laughs> format so well. Stay winning. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I got another question for you. And this is just to give you a little bit of grief. And I won't give the listeners any context, but uh, can you tell me your feelings towards the card Avery? I love to play it. I hate to have it played against me. Yeah. I actually do love it. I do love Avery. I think it's a very good card. Um, I think I think it's underplayed. But, uh, man, it's- when, I, when I'm trying to do single prize stuff, and somebody's over here clearing your bench <laughs> for for just a, for the for the low low price of a supporter. Uh, it does not feel good. No, no. no I no, think, no. Um, and I bring that up because you mentioned it before. It's definitely underplayed and underutilized, and it's hard to think now. I mean, people think like ah, collapse stadium is kind of the answer, but Avery is so much more powerful. Plus, you get the draw card, and, and I just think it's um. Yeah, you get to drop right a liability now. of your own with collapse. It's yeah. it's not the same. Yeah, I mean, it's, you're you right. Know, right. I mean, that's you, what you I've know, used have... collapse for is more so dropping yeah. my own Pokemon rather than them. 
yeah, no, they're different things. I don't know, but I love I love to use Avery. No, it's that's definitely a card that I, I like in the format. Okay, so you told us how you made it to the Discord, and Nick personally invited you before he left Memphis. Yeah, most people who do this segment listen to our show. And you can answer honestly, but do you even listen to our show? <laughs> not every week. Sometimes I do. Not every time. You know, I I am kind of busy between work, family, house chores, uh, actually playing cards. So I don't I don't get to listen every week. But I do listen sometimes. And you guys are sometimes funny. So <laughs> there you go. Well, you're sometimes a rogue player. You're a dirty meta. Right, 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 right. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. the only time you play rogue is when you play in the crazy obscure events where you <laughs> right. can't play meta deck right he'll play rogue if rogue is the best option sebastian will play what he believes is the best option to play that's about I right know. yeah i've got a bonus question and i think nick mistakenly cut you off how well did your daughter do at knoxville she went uh Three three one. So that was an improvement from Peoria. I guess she went two three one there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm telling you, the level of competition in the juniors at these regionals is heavy. They these kids will travel and they are good because mm-hmm. my daughter's become a, a very good player. Mm-hmm. And locally, um, she doesn't have much trouble or much competition around here. But mm-hmm. some of the uh the kids that travel, I'm telling you, it's 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 pretty impressive. But she's 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 improving, she's practicing. Um, she she did well. That's a lot of games for a ten year old to play. Mm-hmm. They played set seven rounds. Yeah. Um, you know, best of three. That that's a lot of games, and she did, she did well, and I, I was proud of her. So she got into top. I guess what I don't know. I guess there was eighty players. I think she was. 42nd or something she got 18 packs um yeah, sweet uh, yeah no i mean yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it was it was, it was good there's still a lot of prizing for the for the kids so i mean it makes sense why the competition is high i mean then yes you have a yes. better much better chance of winning some serious money as a junior yes. playing pokemon than so the money <laughs> doesn't exactly scale that yeah. much you know like you don't get the five grand mm. until there's like a bunch of people there um i think first place at knoxville for juniors was going to win 1500 which is it's still really good still right pretty, for 80 still, people still you have pretty, a, a one in 80 it's, chance it's yeah. still pretty good yeah yeah uh still pretty good but then but the booster box like the the pack support um is the same so like mm. you know you get top 16 or better you're getting three booster boxes Damn. so wow yeah, uh, top thirty-two, you get a whole bo- booster box, and then there was half a booster box underneath that. So, uh, yeah, the prize support is really good for juniors. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that is pretty awesome. So let's get in the to the Knoxville then, and uh, yep. ask you some questions about that. So, what deck did you choose to play at Knoxville, and what made you choose that deck leading up to the event? So I took the Reggie build. Um, I was kind of all over the place what I was going to play. I considered playing Gudra. I considered playing um, Arcdura. And I considered playing Reggie. I, like I was saying, I enjoy playing Lost Box, but I knew better than to try to play that mm-hmm. number of games in that amount of time. Yeah, it's Lost just Box. mentally exhausting. It's, it's different playing the game, playing like six games worth it versus potentially like 15. 
Right. It's just too many games to to play at a high level for Lost Box. And being honest with myself about, look, what what deck's going to give you the best shot? And so um, I guess it came down to Gudra, Arcdura, or Reggie's. And, um, you know, I was expecting a lot of Lugia. Didn't hit a lot of Lugia, but I was expecting a lot of Lugia. So I, I went with, like, what I thought was, like, a fast build mm-hmm. of Reggie. Um, I had an extra speed lightning in there. You know, most, most decks have two speeds. I had three speeds, um, dropped some cards that I consider being slow. You know, most play a boss's orders. I played no boss's orders, just Serena. Cause you know, Serena mm-hmm. draws you cards too. Yeah. boss does not draw you cards. Um, played double escape rope. I was expecting to see some flying Pikachu out there. Um, escape rope Serena is your out mm-hmm. to, to flying Pikachu. Um, dropped a scoop up net. Most play four scoop up nets. I was playing three scoop up nets. Um, that's kind of a slow card. It doesn't see any more cards. It doesn't do yeah. anything. It's kind of, you know, it doesn't help you get through your deck any faster. So dropped a scoop up net. I played three path of the peak and one stormy mountain. So stormy mountains is kind of like a speed up card. It gets you another Reggie out, gets you mm-hmm. the Drago, gets you the Alecky. So I was just trying to play, the fastest version of I actually tried out the like a super turbo version of Reggie's, mm-hmm. but it, the balance just wasn't there. Like yeah. you could get going, but you couldn't keep going to win games. So I tried it with like the uh, pokey stops instead of no path to the peak. Mm-hmm. It, I, I didn't like it though. So I went with like the fastest traditional Reggie that I could. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, we don't have to elaborate on it, but I thought it was really neat hearing you speak about cards. And I've never thought of this in the sense of fast cards versus slow cards. Yep. And uh, that's just definitely, I mean, I've heard it, but I've just never really like given a, you've given a good elaboration of like this card lets you see more cards versus maybe like technicality. And that's definitely an interesting perspective. And that's why yeah. it was fun to bring other people on the show is you get the, the different insights and the way to talk about cards. So um, yeah like that. just a different philosophy <laughs> on on decks and cards and yeah what what you're doing um from right. you know a ten thousand foot view instead of you know up yeah. close and personal be like yeah scoop up nets great and reggie yeah but it uh, doesn't see it doesn't see any mm-hmm. more cards i'd like to trekking shoes or speed speed lightning mm-hmm. energy that that sees cards mm-hmm. see i guess the guess of my similar to be would be like consistent or aggressive you know yeah and um it's just interesting. So, mm. yeah. So, when I have a question for you, when Reggie first came out, when you first saw the cards being released, or they're going to be yep. released prior, did you mm-hmm. anticipate that was going to be a good deck? And I ask you this because you may or may not realize this, but Austin has an intimate relationship with the Reggie deck. He has a history. No, I did not know that. You did not know he has a history. Well, you so, gotta answer your so, question. So, answer the question first. When you first saw. The Reggie cards coming out. Did you anticipate that that would be a good deck? No, I didn't think it was going to be any good. No, no, I didn't think it was. I mean, it was. I thought it was a meme. I didn't yeah. think it was like. I didn't think it was real. <laughs> yeah. So since you don't listen to the show, consistent. <laughs> um, Nick was talking about it. He's like, "This is going to be really good," and I was like, "No, it's not going to be good." And I'm so confident about it. This is like when we're both the, about the part ways last May. And I'm like, no, it's so bad. 
that I'm willing to say that it will never place well in an event. And then I doubled up and said, I'll even come to you, to your, to your place of residence, <laughs> pick out my switch and let you get me on the bare ass. And then I shit you not, not even before we do Memphis, it starts winning. So there's a, there's a video out there of Nick. I mean, and you know, Nick's <laughs> other hobby of, yeah, I know Nick's other hobby. <laughs> yeah, so he can uh, he can swing things pretty well and efficiently, and he got me pretty good. On his bare yeah. ass, man. Just a good well. Yeah. Never so, be that confident it's... about new cards coming out. Never. I know. You can't. You. you we don't know. We don't know. So I don't like Reggie. <laughs> I don't like people who play Reggie. I'm just kidding. Fair enough. So how did you uh, how did you prepare for? The Knoxville Regional. Anything special leading up to it? Any, did you designate I, I spent, practice time? Did you practice against certain matchups? I ground the. I was on the ladder. I didn't have anybody to practice specific matchups, so I just mm. played the ladder. I got a ton of games in on with it. Um, you know, I tried different builds that I liked with it. I watched some um, previous regionals and internationals and pulled up. Um, games off stream from matchups, watch Reggie versus Lugia, Reggie versus Mew. So I watched some, you know, Raul Reddy or whatever's been playing Reggie's for mm. a while now. So he had several stream games that I could watch. Wasn't exactly my list, but I mean, you mm-hmm. figure out how these matchups progress. So I, I watched some, did some film study, played some games on the ladder. Most of my in-person games were, I was playing, Lugia or Mew into my daughter's deck to get her practice. So, mm. so spent some time driving yeah. Mew and Lugia in person, which I mean, I guess is, you know, useful in its own. Yeah. Know how to drive those other decks that you're going to yeah. be playing against. Yep. Yeah. I mean, I think you said some, I mean, you casually said it like, you know, it didn't do much, but I mean, you're watching tape. A lot of people aren't watching tape of other people playing that deck. You're playing you're playing other decks that you're going to be playing against to understand yeah. the inner workings of those decks. And I, I think those are things that players who play a lot, just, you know, they casually do those things and don't think much about it. But to like the new people who listen to this show, because a lot of mm-hmm. you who listen to the show are newer players, like they might not think about like, oh, I should be maybe watching the tape and see how these matches progress from, you know, top players and yeah. playing playing the decks themselves that I don't want to play, but, you know, I'm going to play against them. So understand how those decks play. No, I think 50 minutes of watching a best of three off stream um, of, you know, a top player play the deck you're thinking about playing into the matchup you're interested in seeing is probably more valuable than two hours on the ladder with your deck playing against, you know, God knows what that comes up on the ladder. So, yeah. Well, um, and you get to see like if they're down and in a shitty situation, you see how they play, you know, so you can kind of mimic it. Like say they're down you know, a game already and they need to play quickly or, or maybe they're not. Yep. Maybe they're trying to take that second game to play slow. Um, it just depends. Or if they're up, how they play slow. I'm not saying slow playing, but, you know, and then like if they're just yep. have absolutely nothing to do, like to get out and attack, but what's the subtle movement? What are they going to do? Like what Reggie are they going to promote and why, you know, and you can yep. break that down and try to think about it. So, Okay, so. Sebastian, how did your matchups pan out throughout day one and day two? So obviously you picked your deck knowing that you you expected certain matchups throughout the day. So what happened on day one and day two? Did you face off against different types of decks on day one and day two, like in the early rounds, or did it pretty much pan out the way you thought it would pan out? So I expected a lot of Lugia 
I went in, you know, with a deck built to attack fast with Regilecki and just kind of get the upper hand on Lugia. I played one Lugia out of nine rounds. <laughs> what? Day one. Yeah, That's one like Lugia. statistically <laughs> impossible, right? Wasn't there one like Lugia. over 30% of people was, playing Lugia? It was, it was nearly 30% Lugia yeah. day one, but I played oh. one Lugia day one. That sucks because you're like, when you see the numbers, you're like, holy shit, I picked this, I, you know, like, yeah. Feel like you hit the jackpot. You should have had yeah. three. <laughs> so I played one Lugia, I believe, five Lost Box, <laughs> uh, two Vika Volt, and a uh, Hasuian Zoroark V Star deck. Okay. So those were those were my day one matchups, and so just a lot of Lost Box and a couple of Vika Volts. Um, Vika Volts a pretty good matchup for yeah. for Reggie's. Lost bots. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry, what's Hisuian's work? Is that weak to fighting as well? Yeah, right. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah. So that was a good one. Oh yeah. 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 Th- those are yeah. some good matchups. <laughs> they are. Uh, Lost boxes. I mean, it depends. Um, yeah. But I, I did have a good run into Lost Box that day. I went seven one one day one. Mm-hmm. So that that's that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. ni- I was nineteenth out of like twelve hundred people uh, going into day two. So. Yeah, Damn. no, day one, day one went very well. Um, so how did how did day two compare what you played there? Day two is a lot more challenging. Just the, the caliber of player um, I saw. The Lugia was there. I played the Lugia. Um, yeah. Let's see. I won. I won. I went two, three, one, day two. So, um, and the two wins I had were against Lugia. Mm-hmm. Um and my tie was against Lugia, and my losses were to control. So when I was building the deck, um, I was on the fence about, do I want an Echoing Horn in there or not? Um, not Echoing Horn, I'm sorry. Uh, Yell, Yellhorn. Yellhorn, mm-hmm. that's the card. Uh, the, you know, confuse both active Pokemon card. You use it to beat the Eskew, Blockface Eskew, yeah. as Reggie. Because if they get lone Eskew... Um, mm against your Reggie's like you, you've got nothing. You, you can't hit it. You can't do anything to it, mm-hmm. but you can yell horn it, confuse it and make them flip for their block faces. Yeah. But you know, we talked earlier about the fast card, slow card and yell horns, a slow card doesn't see many yeah. cards. It was for one thing. I just mm-hmm. told myself if I see lone SQ, then I lose the lone SQ. Well, mm-hmm. day one or game one, day two, uh, I play, against Yvelital control proper and they've got you know they're packing double sq in the deck <laughs> and both games you know game one and game two they get solo sq and i'm just stupid up to them so yeah uh just you got you can't you can't beat everything that's what you know right yeah <laughs> you, yeah you can't beat everything because i mean yeah. putting in that one card would have helped you there but you know could have screwed you over somewhere else in <laughs> the many I, other I matches have, right that right yeah, some other card that won me the games I won may have not been there because I'm looking at some stupid horn. So yeah. for sure, played um, dumb card, very DT, dumb card to look at. Lost to DT Mew day two. Uh-huh. Um, they got they hit their lost cities and were able to um, lost zone a couple of Reggies and mm-hmm. you know the matching pairs of ones that was obviously ones that I uh, only had two of. That you know, mm-hmm. they know which one. They know yeah. which ones to lock. They know which ones to lock. 
And uh, <laughs> man, they they see a lot of cards, and they've got that forest steel zone to just mm-hmm. go get whatever they want out of there. So uh, yeah, that one did not go. I mean, you I got you got to be cooking when you go against Mew, or they need to miss a step, or you need mm-hmm. to stick them with path. And I just none of those things happened. They always had the bump for path. They um, just had what they needed, and I didn't have what I needed. And then lost to a lost box as well. So my third loss mm-hmm. was also to a lost box. And um, I'll, I'll explain that one a little bit later. But <laughs> So is the, the Mew matchup, I mean, is that's pretty much favorable for Mew all the time, right? Because of Lost City? I mean, it depends on their build. Yeah. Um, it depends on their build. If they get cheap on the Lost City, if they only have one Lost City, mm-hmm. then it's not favorable for them. But yeah. most people are, are packing to heard, Lost City. I've heard a lot of people in like other podcasts and stuff talk about Reggie in terms of like a really good deck to get you really far in a regional, but a deck that mm-hmm. will have trouble closing out to win a regional because of some mm-hmm. of those other matchups. That how do you feel about that? I've heard. I think it may have been even Azul at one point. It was kind of talking about it that way. Like there's, I don't, I don't, like a good deck know. that can get you all the way. We don't we don't see it taking the wins a lot in the very large on the large limitless tournaments. Like once we get over two hundred players. When you start having lots of Muse and some of this other stuff thrown in, yeah. we always see it in making it to top 16. Like it's always there in the representing the 16s, especially in the 16 to 8 mark. You usually see a few of them getting in. You might get one or so in the in the 8, but you just don't see a lot of firsts coming out of it when it comes to closing it. Yeah, there may be something to that. Um, I'm not sure. I mean, I guess you could hit a patch of decks that were good matchups for you, but I guess, you know, that's just going to be you getting lucky that you hit that patch of decks but mm-hmm. yeah no it, it does have it does have its bad matchups um mew when they're ready for it is not good um gudra is abysmal but yeah. I, I did not see a gudra and yeah. was very fortunate not to see a gudra um, oh yeah you know control can be bad if you're not ready mm-hmm. for control so um yeah no there, there probably is something to that there's there, there is like a lack of flexibility to Reggie, I mean, mm-hmm. it does what it does. And does it, it very well? Really, does what it does it very do- well? You know, it's and and it is it is a flexible deck. It's really an interesting concept. It's like it's one living, like the your board's like a living organism, you mm-hmm. know. And you've got all these appendages that do different things. You know, each Reggie has its own mm-hmm. set of tricks and all that. But once you get to the bottom of those tricks, there are no more tricks. Yeah. Um, well, you know, other decks, Lugia and Mew and things that seem as lost box. It almost seems like there really is no bottom to the bag of tricks. They can mm-hmm. throw almost any card into this deck, and <laughs> do things, but there's yeah. a lot of cards you can't throw into Reggie. It just mm-hmm. ruins, ruins it. And I'll, I'll say Reggie have requires maybe, and I could be, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like Reggie requires such a large core to get it going. You know, Whereas Hisui and Zork, I know these like these are little pieces that you consider the core, but it's like ah four four. But Reggie's like, nope, got to have all you know these several copies of Reggie, got to have these several couples copies of Energy, and like that's your core. And yeah. then you know and like and then like all these auxiliary. The things list get, the list gets tight. There's only yeah. I don't know six to seven cards that you could possibly swap out. Yeah, um, you know. Without jeopardizing consistency of the the core, and there's yeah. and then within that you said there's so many that's just not compatible. So yeah, yeah. 
So having maybe made, there is something. So having made it all the way to day two, then did you play against any like notable players, any names along the way? No. So I don't think I did hit any, you know, streamers or mm-hmm. former champions or anything. They were sitting all over the place yeah. near me, but uh, I don't believe I actually hit anybody that um, I recognize their name or anything. I, you know, lots of people had worlds play mats and mm-hmm. that I was playing against, but. So I'm sure it was people who've been to Worlds, but yeah. not people that, uh, you know, are famous on Twitter or YouTube yeah, or yeah. whatever. Yeah. Very true. So what is it like managing being a dad at a regional while you have a kid playing in the same regional? What's that experience like? Um, Because you're trying to do bad. your thing. Like... Yeah, no, I'm focused on my game. I'm yeah. hoping Marcy wins, but those are her games, and it's up to her to go win them. Um, you know, we meet it back up at the the table at the end of each round, and you know, give you know thumbs up, thumbs down. What you know, what is it? How do you do? She tries not to like betray uh, <laughs> anything with her face. She's like stoic all the time. Yeah, you know? but uh, but no, I I, I I'm. I don't think that's a problem. I don't really worry about her. I, I, I know she can handle herself. She'll yeah. go over there. She'll play her games. I'll see her at the table afterwards. My wife was there. So like okay. she's got somebody to go see or whatever. Um, we've got tons of friends that were there as well. They knew some other kids and, you know, Nisha was there. So there was tons of people that they knew. So no, that wasn't a problem. I wasn't, you know, trying to think about my games and also worried about my kid or anything yeah. like that. It was, not a problem yeah it's awesome to have a a good group of people like a support structure and you know we will mention her briefly you know memphis does probably have one of the best tournament you know tournament organizers slash judges i've ever seen and that's nisha before uh, that you mentioned before so that's awesome that like she was at the regional too and i'm sure she has that report you know built with your daughter and you know just makes your daughter you know just to know see some faces yeah with that being said and i know nick wants to move on but before we've even done this podcast when Nick and I were hanging out casually, we talked about you and how you would give your kids like a deck. Like you were very precise and you're like, this deck does one thing and your kids would get really good at that deck. I'm trying to think yep. of what it was. I think it was a uh, sin, uh, sense of scorch. That's that what, I, what that's I, remember. I remember your son yeah. playing sense of scorch. You're like, you gave him a very well, structured there's... deck that did something well and he learned how to do that deck. Yeah, Senti Weldy. Like, you know, what do you, what, what is there to, you know, can't miss. <laughs> yeah, what's there to mess just, up? Yeah. Just get a giant burning worm or whatever and just yeah. knock everything out. You don't even have to, it was before he could even do the math. It's like, it doesn't yeah. matter. You yeah. just <laughs> get enough fire energy and you just attack. <laughs> yep. And what was the one for your daughter? What was her first one? It was also pretty streamlined, but it was meta. Mm. It, was, it wasn't like, she, obscure, like didn't she play Eternatus? she that that was it i, I remember her playing eternatus yep. yeah they both had very yep. we we had brought it up before because you know i had the the pokemon club at like the different schools i had taught at and we kind of austin and i crafted all like the decks that the kids played in that club and we thought a lot about it like what you did with your kids because you you gave them very streamlined decks that they're good decks but they don't you don't have too many pieces to keep track of. It's very easy for a kid entering the game to get really good with a deck like that. And it was like, it would be a meta deck, but then it would be 
just hyper consistency. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, you know, a lot of, a lot of those decks, I got really big into putting, um, n- not the original decks, but a little bit later on, put it, putting, um, adventurers discovery in there. It's like mm-hmm. just super duper con- consistency. Just be like, whatever you need, you just go get it with, you know, it's a little bit slower, but you don't, you know, there's no risk to it. You're not researching, dumping your whole hand, throwing away a bunch of stuff that you're going to mm-hmm. need. They go a little bit slower than, you know, the meta decks that the masters are playing, but they've got the same powerful core cards to attack. And then just to focus on consistency, you maybe you pull off, you know, pull out a few of the tricks they can do and just focus on that consistency. And, you know, it, it I think that's, that's, you know, a good place to, get a junior some success. Yeah, for sure. Cause I think if they have too many pieces, like you said, even like discarding something with professor, like knowing when it's okay to pitch resources, you know, a junior might not realize that sometimes they're too afraid to play the professor. Like I can't get rid of my hand, you know, I'm losing too much yeah. or, or they, or they get rid of it too hastily without checking their deck first, you know, on a search card yeah. to make sure they have multiple copies. So it definitely mitigates that. Well, cool, man. It is time for some Don't Be a Dick, and you have a Don't Be a Dick segment for us. So I'm going to go ahead and hit the music and jump into this intro. Welcome, everybody, to the Don't Be a Dick segment. A segment where we talk about all the ways you can piss off your opponent playing Pokemon. So before you want to blame your loss on a bad hand or a boss's orders, remember, don't you be a dick. Okay, Sebastian. You're rusty, so, man. I know. I was just, I, I'm excited because someone else is doing it this time. <laughs> okay, right, Sebastian, yeah, yeah, yeah. who's your, who's your dick you want to talk about? All right. I'm not, I'm not going to name any names. No, yeah. You anything, don't name names. Of course. No, 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 no. We're not naming names. Day two at Knoxville. Um, I believe it's round three, day two. I'm going against Lugia. I lose my first game. It's a long game. Uh, we go into game two and, it's pretty obvious I'm playing to tie because, you know, we have like a 35, 40 minute game one. Mm-hmm. There's no way we're going to get to game three. If I win game two, we tie. If he wins game two, he wins. It's, it's, that's, it's obvious. So um, we're playing. I've got a good start. I feel confident that I can win the game. Um, I get down to time they call time uh we you know i'm turn zero or whatever i'm gonna get turn two the prize count is such that i can take my last two prizes and and tie um i just need to serena up a lugia that's damaged and knock it out mm-hmm. i've got like six cards left in my deck i've got two serenas in there like it's mm-hmm. good it's gonna happen um I, but I, you know, I can't use supporter to see it because I need to use Serena to, to yeah. gust. So I've got like speed lightning that I can draw cards. I got trekking shoes that I can draw cards. I've got, um, Reggie Drago horde mm-hmm. that I can draw cards. So I just need to use it most efficiently as possible. And I do see the Serena and I go, <clears throat> I say wisdom, Serena, good game is what I say. And he calls judge. Um, because, I did not, when I said wisdom, I did not attach the energies to the 
I was just oh, showing man, him yeah. I, I had it. Yeah, I was yeah. just showing him that I had it. Like I have wisdom. Clearly, you can see that. That's on board. I just drew Serena. Here's Serena. Bring me the Lugia. That's game. And he calls judge and makes the argument to the judge that I said wisdom, which was announcing the ability. I played Serena without attaching the energy. So like I failed the wit, the ancient wisdom to attach the energies. So I gusted it, but then uh-huh. didn't have any energies to attack. And so that was his argument. Uh, oh my God. So, so yeah. I was getting, you know, sharked pr- yeah, pretty bad. Yeah. And, you know, I, I um, must've had a look because the, the, <laughs> the judges were spooked. <laughs> like I, I must've looked like I was going to like tear the room apart or something. I don't know. Uh, they were like, don't, don't say anything to each other. Don't talk. Don't talk. Don't talk. We're going to go over here and discuss this. And um, I'm just sitting here like looking at this guy. I'm just like, you know what this is like, you've seen this on stream. You just show your opponent the combo. I know what I need. Mm-hmm. You know what I need. I show it to you. We respect each other as players. You know what I'm doing. I didn't misplay. I showed you the combo. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. that's it. Um, he's like, you know, if if I was you, I would probably be mad too. But, you know, I just got to play to my outs. And I was like, this is not that. You're <laughs> no, not this is not your outs. Your outs is yeah, picking this apart is not the rules. playing to your outs. This is you disrespecting me as a player. I did not misplay. I showed you the combo. Mm-hmm. That's it. Um, yeah. Anyway, the judges come back. Uh, they ask us, well, they come back a couple of times for like clarification on exactly what happened. Uh, we agree on what happened. Um, the judges issue me a warning for playing like shorthand or sloppy or whatever, but said that it was clear what I was doing. Mm-hmm. And I got the tie. The whole thing was moot because I had a scoop up net in my hand. I could literally pick up the Reggie Gigas and Ancient Wisdom again. Mm-hmm. If they would have said, um, okay, you're Ancient Wisdom, you failed it. Um, mm-hmm. I could say, okay, cool, scoop up net, uh, Ancient Wisdom again, knockout. So the whole thing was stupid, but I'm furious. You know, we went to Tom. Um, then, you know, the judges have to work or whatever. So we're like the last match still standing yeah. there. And eventually, you know, whatever it's a tie um but i have to go directly into my next match because we're the last match they just you know take our slip up there paris and i normally i like to go sit down i'll shuffle my cards make sure i have all my cards shuffle up real good kind of get my head right for the next game but mm-hmm. i just have to like take my mat a couple of seats over go to the next match like immediately and i'm over here like fuming hot mm-hmm. from this right <laughs> like I, i'm i am tilted <laughs> And uh, I sit across from, you know, my next opponent and it's this tall young kid. He's probably like 20 years old. I don't, I don't know. I can't even tell how old like mm-hmm. children are these. <laughs> anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm shuffling, you know, I just came out of this long game. I'm, I'm shuffling this deck up. I'm not, I don't have time to pile shuffle or whatever. And I'm mad. So I'm really just grinding these cards in here. And uh, my opponent, he goes, um, could you not look at your hand when you shuffle? I feel like you can kind of see the cards as they go there. And so I'm like, <laughs> and kind of like, you know, make this goofy face and like close my eyes and roll my eyes up. Like, okay, I'm not looking at my cards while I shuffle. 
and um, <laughs> then then go back to do what I'm doing. Yeah. And yeah. So I'm I'm still shuffling here, and he goes, "Would you like to see how I shuffle?" And <laughs> I look at. The- I lean over the table and I look straight into his eyes and I say, no, I don't want to see how you shuffle. And he goes, oh, okay, fair enough. I won't ask again. And then he proceeds to kick my ass to zero. So anyway. Oh, man. That, that was... Uh... But you won the, <laughs> so that was... the intimidation game. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah, I, yeah I, I was able to intimidate him enough for him to just pound it in with uh, Lost Box. So this is this is to... why you've been going to the gym, man. This is the real motive behind it. So when you go, <laughs> right, right. So when so you go to scare... a regional, you can scare these nerds. I can yeah. scare the judges and you know the college students that show up to play cards. <laughs> Yeah. We call this being yeah. the alpha, man. It's it's yeah. there's no there's nothing better than being the alpha of a you know Pokemon regional. <laughs> but no, that that was that was my story. Dude was trying to shark me. It was super dirty, super disrespectful. I didn't appreciate it. Yeah. I did finish ahead of him, so that feels good. Mm-hmm. He did not, you know. I think he was like two <laughs> places behind me or something in the final uh, standing. Yeah. So. I mean, both both of these guys, man, in a row, though, too. I mean, that just shows you some of day two, what you could expect over there. (laughs) The second kid, the second kid's fine. He just, he, I don't know. I was, it was me, not him, but the first guy, like, not right. So so you went from being dicked to doing the dicking pretty much. Yes. 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 But yeah. to take a step back, like day two, I mean, double like, there's two sides to the story, right? You, you got to play to your, you know, he'd say, I got to play to your outs. But at the same time, like you get to that point in a regional and there's just a mutual understanding, like a level of play mm-hmm. where, like you mentioned it before, you <clears throat> you know, my outs, you know, my win condition. So it's like, I got it, you know, but at yes. the same time, like it is high level play. So you do kind of have to state, you know. So that it's definitely, but what he was trying to do was dirty. Not that he couldn't have did do it, you know, like obviously he was well within his rights, but it was the dirty play when we have a mutual understanding of, hey, I'm trying to get to this game point. I'm going to show it to you, you know. Yes, yes. Yeah. And I didn't, you know, I didn't see a card that I shouldn't have seen. I didn't miss sequence a scoop up net. Yeah. I didn't, I mean, it was none of those. Like there are certain yeah. things like, like you said, like if I would have promoted the wrong thing, be like, no, mm-hmm. you promoted the wrong thing. You were, you should have been playing at a higher level. It was yeah, nothing yeah. like that. Yeah. I was showing him, I have the ability, I have the supporter. That's the game. And, right. You why? Know, Cause why would knew. you use the ability to do nothing with it? Like, I mean, in that in that whole matchup where you're using the ability every single turn, I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's just the whole thing was super silly. I I did not, yeah. I didn't like it. It was not good. It, it goes both ways, but yeah, it's definitely like there's this mutual understanding and just breaking that is just kind of like, oh, you're just a little turd. Like, yeah, you got this. You probably won a couple rounds day one being a little whiny bitch. <laughs> Oh, no, some other people told me that they had seen dude trying to shark other games earlier. Like, I don't know, I guess this was what he was. This Mm -hmm. was what he was doing. No, I I never called a judge the entire, you know, 15 rounds. I never called a judge. I had a judge called on me multiple times. Um, Actually, actually made some errors. I uh, ancient wisdom out of the deck once. 
You can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> this, uh, the energy isn't supposed to come from the discard pile. You cannot ancient wisdom out of your deck. So I did get a double prize penalty for ancient wisdoming out of my deck, but I did yeah. win the game. So I'm surprised. I mean, I'm surprised that was just a double prize. It's an illegal deck search. You just put the energy back in and shuffle. I mean, yeah. it's not. It's not like it's not it's not game state breaking or anything. It's like I pulled three energy out of my deck, and it was like, oop, that was the wrong stack of cards. Yeah, and yeah. all the judge searched, over. You had, you had already searched your deck once. I, so I mean, yeah, yeah, it's the middle of the game. I'd searched the deck yeah. a million times. Yeah, yeah. So we just shuffled it up and double prize penalty and went on. Yeah, got another another got a warning. I did a knockout with uh, Reggie Alecki on an active. And I grabbed my prizes before I picked like the bench damage. Uh, so yeah. it's like, it's like, you know, looking at your prizes could help you right. decide yeah. where to put that bench yeah. damage. So mm -hmm. that yeah, was like legit, something. That's a legit call. Yeah, yeah for sure. It, that one was just a warning, but I had never done that in person. I mean, I don't know. I, you know, play a lot of Reggie games online and I can't do that online. Yeah. So exactly. Anyway, yeah. Well, awesome, man. We have come yep. to the end of this episode, but thank you so much, man, for, for joining us, sharing your, your wisdom about your regional run. and Yeah, excited, no, awesome talking to you guys. Excited to see what you bring to the the Guardy party. See if you can keep oh, yeah. your record going, man. A lot of pressure. I'm going to go ahead and hit the, the rollout music here, but yeah, definitely excited to see it. Maybe Austin will actually win this one. <laughs> if you made it to the end of this episode, we greatly appreciate you. Please take a second to give us a five-star review. Pokey Rogue wants to hear from you and build a community together. Hit up with your thoughts about Rogue decks, misplays, and how to avoid being a dick when playing Pokemon. And as always, join the Discord. Link will be in the description. You think you win that one, Austin? PCGO, man. I'm, I'm logging in, man. I'm practicing. <laughs> <laughs> thanks everybody for joining in see you next week see you guys